Hey, this is Shannon K, and you're listening to Get Real. Hey, everyone, this is Shannon K, and welcome to Get Real. From TV shows to commercials to movies like The Big Lebowski and American Pie, she has done it all. That's right. Please welcome the amazingly beautiful Tara Reed. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good too. Thank you for asking. Absolutely. Well, welcome to Get Real. Um, so I'm going to jump right into the very first question. <laughs> and that is, could you tell us a little bit about your movie, New Borrow, and your character? And, and which one, Fifth Borough? Yeah, the Fifth Borough and your character. Yeah. So um, Fifth Borough, it's a really interesting story. Um, I play a detective, and she's one of the top detectives. And mm -hmm. my husband is a, a gangster. And we have a young daughter that's like, you know, 18 years old. And she is diagnosed with cancer. And we don't have enough money to pay for her bills. Mm -hmm. so we're trying to figure out a way to do it. And I don't want my husband to go back to his old ways. And we finally think that we found a cure. And he comes up with this money. And I'm like, where did you get this money? I told you no more. Like, he's been in jail and stuff. I'm like, I told you no more gang stuff. You can't do this. Mm. And basically, he comes up with this money. And they do this heist, kind of. And I get really mad at him. And then our daughter finally gets out of the hospital. And she, she's like, Mom, I can't do this and stay home forever. Like, I need a life. I've been in the hospital forever. I want to go out with my friends, you know? And you can't blame her, you know? She's like, I don't know if I'm going to live or die. You know, I, I got to go out, at least be happy and see my friends again. Fortunately, she gets, she goes out and she gets into this whole scene of drugs. And um, then in the meantime, I'm arguing back and forth with my husband. Now I'm getting, my husband's getting investigated by the police, which I know. And so I'm trying to take care of that. So I'm kind of fighting two battles. Well, really three, mm -hmm. you know, one with my daughter's problem, one with, you know, her disease and one with my husband you know, what he's doing and, and protecting and, you know, covering up. And it's, it's a family movie, really, but it's also like a crisis movie. Um, I'm not going to give the end away, but it's, it's really, uh, it really hits home. And it's, it's, a, it's a great film. Um, it's on demand right now. It's number one on demand. So you could run it. So it's been up for number one on demand for a couple of weeks now. But uh, we shot it in um, Brooklyn. And it, it was really, I had a great time on the film. Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, totally. I can tell with like the whole, uh, you know, concept and everything. It's definitely sounds a very, uh, you know, thriller and suspense movie. And for all those people out there who haven't watched it, go watch it right now. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So my next question is, you've been in the industry for a really long time. I, I mean, at the age of six, you know, you started your uh, career. Um, so what do you think is like the difference uh, between Hollywood now from back, you know, when you had started? Are there any differences? Oh my gosh, yes, <laughs> um, for sure. Back then, think about it, like we barely even had computers. Absolutely. So there is no social media. Like I'm telling you, we barely had computers, you know, not, that shows you how old I am. <laughs> but um, yeah, so life was completely different. It was more like you would call someone on the phone on the phone in the house. No one had cell phones. You're like, hey, do you want to come over and play? It was that kind of thing. Or now, I'm just texting. There, there's nothing like that. So in a certain way, it, it was nice where 
you were so, if you wanted to see something, you made it, you had to go out of your way to see something. Or back, back then, you would knock on someone's door, like, hey, let's go out. Like, no one randomly knocks on your door anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to schedule everything. And, you know, it, it was just a much more innocent, like, an innocent time than mm-hmm. we have now. Kids weren't as sassy. They didn't learn all these crazy things on the internet. And also, the world has gone so much different, you know, completely. All the even to now, all the stuff that's going on in the world, and it's just like, we're going through a huge epidemic and really life changes, but really go back to the business. It was completely different because there was still this, this, if you got famous kind of back then, it was because you got famous from mm-hmm. your films. Now, like anyone could really get famous with social media, mm-hmm. you know, so there was nothing really to promote you. So it was a totally different kind of thing. And also there was no TMZs, there was no tabloids, so you really got to enjoy lifestyle. I mean, a lot of celebrities hung out with celebrities and now no one's afraid to or go out because you're afraid to get paparazzi. I mean, it's a completely different life as a star. And also, you know, there was no really bullying, you know, as far as cyberbullying because we didn't have computers. Yeah. And that's a big problem with today. So, I mean, it, it changed in, in so many levels, you know. I mean, there's a part of it that was better then because you were more innocent, you know, mm-hmm. and, and learning what life was giving you you know, one step at a time. And now children are so advanced, you know, as, as kids and like, like a 16 year old now is, was like a seven year old then, you know what I mean? It's completely different. And kids are so smart today. Not that they weren't back then. It was just a different kind of smart. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I could totally see the difference, you know, from everything that you said. And I believe that back then, you know, life and people were much more innocent, like you just mentioned. And uh, there was a lot of, um, you know, authenticity in there. Um, That's, I guess, a little less right now. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's crazy how the world has changed over the generation. (laughs) It's unbelievable, especially like, in the last couple of years, but especially in the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was a girl, you know, growing up and I traveled the world, you know, I loved what I you know, did when I wasn't acting, I would travel, you know, and go to all these amazing places. Cause you know, I, I love countries. I love their culture. I love food, trying each different place. You know, I love the different colors of the sea in different places. I like to ski, I like that whole, you know, there's so many places in this world, so many countries. And I've probably been to at least 62 countries in my life, you know? So I've seen so much. And, you know, now the, the thought of people that they can't travel, and mm-hmm. they can, but not as, as what it used to be. I mean, we can't even get into Europe right now. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I feel bad for so many, like, I, I really hope this goes away because I feel bad so many for the kids of the future that they, they won't, you know, right now they can't even play, you know, like with their school friends and, and really it's dangerous to travel so you know and you can't just lay on the beach you know the way you used to and it's just like where are the vacations now you know i'm dying to go away but i'm scared you know at the same time so there, there's a lot going on there's so much in the future right now that's that's about to happen you know especially with all the you know everything with the you know is, is the corona going away is it going to get a second wave is it this is it that why haven't we done more you know and and it's just, there's so many questions, you know, like it, it's just, you know, it's just, there's no, there's no real answer. We're all kind of out there in the cold, you know, and it'd just be nice, you know, to, to try to get ourselves better and and try to go back to, we'll never go back. I believe to the way we used to be. Hmm. 
um, you know, we could go back to somewhat of normalcy, but you know, let's see it every day. We have to play it by ear until there's somewhat of a cure or a shot. But then there's a lot of people that don't believe in, in that. So even if we cure a lot of people and some people that don't believe in, in masks and shots and whatever, well, then they're still going to carry the virus and still keep spreading it. So it's a very, it's a very tough time and, 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 and people have their own views on it. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah, I agree with you. So what are your thoughts on um, the infamous casting couch? I mean, do you think it's still present now in some, you know, areas before, um, you know, the Me Too movement started or has it just been absolutely cleared out? You're freezing. Oh, I'm freezing? Yeah, you're, like, your face is, like, it just freezing. stopped. <laughs> Can you ask it again? <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. Okay. <laughs> so we'll start again. <clears throat> so what are your thoughts on about the infamous casting couch? Do you think it's still present, um, you know, right now, even though we went through this Me Too movement? Or do you think after that, a lot of things have changed? Um. I definitely think a lot of things have changed. I, I fortunately in my life, you know, and I've been in this business forever. I never had that, that experience. I guess I was one of the lucky ones, mm -hmm. but I mean, there is so many people that came out and so many things that happened. And, you know, a lot of people, it was when they were really young and they weren't so famous yet. So they didn't have the power to turn it, you know? Um, but since so many people have got caught, everyone has to be really careful. You know, what's going on with, with everything's kind of so many people are in scandal and there's conspiracies about other people and you know what I mean there's a lot of stuff going on in the world and you know people are are, are starting to come saying no more you know black lives matter you know like this matters the me too moment like if you did the challenge I don't know if you did that either you know um you know with all about the the girls in Turkish and and, and, and Turkey and that was that's another big deal and you know, it's even the climate and the weather and there's so many things. It's just, and it kind of all seems like it. And then Corona, obviously, it's like all happened at the same time. You're kind of scared to say like, what's next, you know? Mm. And even here, like, um, I get invited to go out all the time, you know, to different things, like you know, not events. There's no events going on. But I, I think, what are my friends doing? Like, why are they all going out? You know, it's, yeah. it's like they're just. I think people are so frustrated at being home. They're like. They, they act like it's not even happening. They have parties and stuff. And that doesn't help us at all. Mm. You know, it's just, you know, in California, we're one of the worst places there is right now. So how do we, how do we stop this more? You know, I mean, there's a, you know, they might shut down again, mm. you know, and at this time, people need to work. They need money. How are they going to survive? How are they going to pay for their families? You know, and, you know, it's, there's so many questions about it, but you know, I think it's like putting a, you know, it's like putting yourself in a cage for too long, you're going to break out. And I think that's what's going on a lot, you know, in America. But there has to be a way if we could just stay in and, and, and try it. Just like every other country is beating it. Like I look at my friends are, are in a, you know, Ibiza, Saint-Tropez, like all these places right now, Sardinia, where the normal European places that a lot of people go to they're out and they show me pictures and they're on boats and they're all like eating and you know like having the best time I'm thinking why, why can't we do that and they were bigger than we were like how did we get so set back mm -hmm. you know and I just hope that we could you know find a solution and you know go on and live our lives 
you know, especially the lives that, you know, we live, you know, as far as, you know, in the kids, they can't go to school or can they go to school? Is it too dangerous? Or, you know, the families, like, you know, I just read something about this, uh, a wedding that recently happened and um, they had tried to mask and try to do everything right, but they snuck in a wedding because it was more than, I think, 14 people that you're allowed. And um, all 14 members of the people got Corona and one person died and one's in critical care already. I mean, you look at that. So it's like, this isn't a joke. We have to take it seriously. I think till they start taking it seriously, you know, I don't know how far we're going to get. And like, you look at like, um, like China and a lot of places, they literally, if you left their house on a shutdown, you got like a $2,000 fine or you went second time you went to jail, you know? So, I mean, I'm not saying we have to go to that extreme, but if that's extreme, just shut this down and make, you know, America safe again, then we have to really think of what our, our you know, what are our best choices so we could go on and try to live a regular life again for ourselves, for our family, and, you know, for the future children in this world. Yeah, totally. I mean, I just hope and pray that, you know, uh, we all get through this real quickly and we all get back to our normal routines. Um, so what were some of uh, the challenges that you had come across in your journey? And was there a time where you've absolutely, you know, you broke down or you, you know, you got freezing. I keep freezing. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'm freezing. Okay. All right. So I'm going to say it again. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what were some of, uh, I'll start again. <laughs> no worries. So what were some of the challenges that you uh, faced during your journey? And was there a time where you felt like you were into um, depression um, and, you know, how did you overcome those obstacles and challenges? You know, I mean, I think, in, you know, you know, you look at it like this way. I know I have friends that aren't actresses and they hear like one bad thing someone said about them, just one. And they're like, I can't believe they did this. And like, they're so upset and so mad. And I think, do you know what it's like to be me when like millions of people are saying bad things about me every day? You know, like, and I learned to finally like not pay attention as much not Google yourself, not, you know, and then not even when I take interviews, not listen to the same questions over and over again when they already know the answer. You could read 10,000 articles on, on me, you know, I've done interviews my whole life, like let's find out something new. So I think the part that more hurt me was the same stories that they never like let go. It's kind of like I was in high school and I graduated, with, you know, graduated and I wanted to go to college. Like, I'm just making a fake story up. And I wanted to go to college and they never let me get out of high school. Like, they never wanted me, like, you know, I'm 44 years old now, you know, and I started so young, but people still see me as that 20-year-old girl, that, and 20-year-old and girls, we go out, we have fun, you know, that's, everyone does, you know, I wasn't in college, but we did it out here, and one of the things that I think that is wrong is the judgment is so critical in America, more than anywhere in the world, and we're so, we're the first people that really put down our own people in our own country. Like we can't wait to bring them up and then knock them down, mm. which is wrong. Most people don't do that in other countries. I mean, everyone has a share of that, but this is like probably the most brutal country with that. And there's nothing, you know, there's, it's a double standard. If a boy goes out and has fun and he's drinking with his friends and whatever, they're cool. If a girl does that, she's a bad girl. Well, that's not really fair because as long as you're not working, you know, you're doing your thing, business is right. And then you're going out when you're not working, having fun and partying when you're that age, like who doesn't, who cares? They're having fun, people are happy. It's like almost like happiness gets taken away 
here. It's a double standard more here than in any other country and by the people. And they don't realize by them knocking you down and the media knocking you down, they get so used to it, it becomes cool to knock you down. But then they also don't realize by them doing that, it actually hurts your career and you start losing jobs because of it. Mm. You know, so people don't realize, you know, like say someone, let's see you have a boyfriend, you know, I don't know if you do or not, but see you have a boyfriend and he's upset you today and he made you really mad, you know, and it was hurtful. The next person you talk to, you might snap at and they don't know why, you know, and you're like, I, I can't talk to you anymore, I gotta go. And then the next person they talk to, they snap at. It's, it's very, it's very viral and, and energy is so important, you know, and I think that when you, when you spread what you put out there, especially energy, and I think you got to try to control as much as you can, and we're human, it's not always controlled, but if we can, you know, know that some of these people, they're saying, is it really the truth? You know, at the end of the day, they don't know me, I don't know them, so for them to have such a strong opinion is ridiculous, you know, so... I know who I am at the end of the day. You know, my friends love me. My family loves me. I got great friends. You know, um, my doggies love me the most. <laughs> Who's Bella? Hi, Nia. Yeah. Say hi, Bella. Hi. <laughs> but yeah, so, I mean, I used to let it really bother me and it hurt my feelings. I'm like, why are they saying this? It's not true. And why do they keep picking on me? And, you know, other stars, I'm not going to say names, they'd be out with me and they were worse than me. And I was like, why are they getting bigger and getting like getting everything? I'm not even doing anything like compared to them, and it, it doesn't it doesn't affect them, you know. So I kind of felt like I was definitely bullied for a long time. But then as I started getting older and becoming a woman, not a teenager, not a little girl anymore, I started realizing the power of myself, you know, and and not to let it get to me, and and use that as a tool to make me stronger. And to this day, I think. Most people at my age right now would have quit. They would have said, forget it. I can't handle this business. It's too hard. It's too tough on me. I, I, I can't do it. And also they weren't getting jobs and this and that. But I kept going and I kept doing it. And now I'm probably having one of the best years of my life, even during Corona. You know, it's like, because I made it happen myself. And right now I don't even have, you know, an agent or a manager. I've done all these, like, I have, like, eight movies I'm about to come up with. And you know how I found out, this is really interesting, how I met all these people? Through LinkedIn. Oh. I would say, you know, I'm looking for financing for this film, and financiers would come up, or producers would say, I, you know, or writers, I have the script, read it, tell me if you like it, and then we'd set up things. I mean, I created all this myself. Where an agent, I wasn't getting a meeting for years. So when, you know, this year, or about a year and a half ago, I started doing it, and my whole life has changed. Because if you really want something in your life, you have to do it yourself because no one's going to work harder than you do. And I've met some incredible people, you know, on, and that's again, because we're in quarantine, I would never be doing this. So there's a lot of ways that you can meet and, and find amazing people. Not everyone's mean, not everyone's bad. There's a lot of good out there too. You know, unfortunately we only show most of the bad things, but there's also really great people. And I've learned that to, to, you know, to know that there's bad and good, but to also really believe in the good because mm -hmm. it's there. Absolutely. I loved it when you said that, you know, you, you got to work for yourself if you want it. I mean, no one's going to work as hard as you. I mean, that's absolutely true. And I feel like a lot of us tend to, you know, get down because we don't get the, we don't get the love and appreciation. But like you said, you know, you've got like great family and amazing friends who love you uh, for you, who you are. And that's all that matters, to be honest, you know. 
Um, and I and absolutely love the fact that you found yourself, um, you found your power, and you know you got out of that situation um, of getting bullied, and you know you're at a platform where you could just live your life and you know just be happy and not worry about anything. So that's absolutely amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Of course. All right. So my last question before we go on to the game segment would be what's the one movie in your opinion um that changed your life completely um it's a kind of confusing question because what changed my life completely was the big lebowski because it gave me the opportunity of coen brothers of being this huge film with the most respected directors so in that way it opened all the doors for me you know what changed my life completely like as again has become from an actress to a movie star, a big celebrity, was American Pie. Mm -hmm. um, but what my favorite movie is, um, was Josie and the Pussycats. Mm -hmm. That was a great film. I really enjoyed that one the most. That is awesome. That's great. <laughs> well, now we're going to go on to the really cool game segment here. Um, so I'm not sure if you know, but this is called This or That. So I would give you like two, you know, uh, names or two things and you would have to pick whichever one you prefer okay cool cool <laughs> all right so the There's first no passes <laughs> no <laughs> um, all right so the first would go um day or night at uh, night cool text or call call you're not a texter <laughs> no. uh theater or cinema cinema Netflix or Amazon Prime? Netflix. Singing or dancing? Singing. Okay. And last one, sandals or Crocs? Sandals. Nice. That's awesome. Well, you were really fast. I mean, faster than me. <laughs> um, all right. So the next segment is the same game segment. Um, it's the first thing that pops in your mind when I say the words. All right. You ready? <laughs> Hi. All right. Lockdown. House. <laughs> Love. Boyfriend. Movie. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> Movie. Um, a place in the sun. Oh. Inspiration. The universe. Food. Uh, chicken, but Italian. <laughs> And life. Life? Life. Oh, love? Um, family and boyfriend and pets. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> that's absolutely adorable. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And I hope you had fun. It was absolutely amazing talking to you. Um, hey, so cool that I got to learn from you and know about, you know, the industry and how um, things were different from back when you started to now. And, um, and thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. And also um, don't forget, if you just want to perfume, go to shoplive.com and you'll get it. I can't wait to try it. Shoplive.com. <laughs> it's cool though, because uh, you do that. And there's a couple other things. If we talk later, I can tell you about the other fun things. But um, yeah, so don't forget about that. And um, you're awesome. I really enjoyed being interviewed by you. You're really, really good. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs>